with me, as as always, Patrick. Patrick, say hey to the people, sir. Hi to the people. No, that's yeah, very, 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 uh, very dad jokey of you. I appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> we have a great show for you this week, as always. We are uh, going to talk about the old island of the idols, um, <laughs> race relations uh, in in Fiji. Uh, we are going to talk about tribal councils and petty larceny. But first. Patrick, what, what are your thoughts on chickens in general and then chickens on Survivor? And, and, and we'll sort of take it from there. Um, great question, Dev. Uh, there's a lot to unpack here. So <laughs> as, an, as an animal in the ecosystem, irrelevant. As an animal I like to eat, delicious. Uh, as it relates to Survivor, wildly entertaining. Yeah, we, we didn't have any uh, any veggie uh, talk this year. Um, in, interesting that they're a forgettable animal. It's a hot take. Yeah, uh, I, I I can't I can't dive into that and say I agree or disagree right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna let that gestate for a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you let's put incubator let's out a little bit. Yeah, it's a, we'll put it in take incubation. Um, it's yeah down the hall on the right. Uh, we. <laughs> You okay? Let's play it out. You are in a reward challenge. You win. You get chickens. Um, presumably, you know you watch a lot of Discovery Channel. I, I, I would uh, assume that you're able to identify which one is the hen. Because, am I wrong? Is it would, would it just be the one that has a dick? The hen? Or the yeah? The, no, because the hen's the the female chicken. Oh, oh, oh I'm sorry. I, I flipped it around. Uh, oh, the rooster. Rooster. Thank you. Yeah, Is, you can't you can't kill the rooster. Or what you do right. kill? No, you do kill the rooster. You're only there for a month. You don't, they, you're not building a, a thing. Um, the rooster's the good meat, and then the okay. hens are gonna lay you some eggs. So, mm-hmm. if you have a rooster, yeah, you, you kill the rooster. Like if we're talking about, or wait, does the roost? Do you need the rooster to impregnate the hens? Mm-hmm. <laughs> these are big questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, these are things we need to get into. Um, God, I would have the, the dumbest talk on the beach about this. People would be like, "We got, yeah. you got to get rid of this guy." I would kill whatever I had two of, because there was three things mm. in the chicken family. I, I would kill what I have two of, and that's that's. It, it's sort of like how I never say affect or effect. I just say impact. <laughs> Always find the loophole in the system. That's a great um, idea. Yeah, thank you. Uh, my English teachers never thought so, but that's that's <laughs> a conversation for another day. Um, so you are on the tribe, you win. Mm. Do you have any qualms with killing the chicken? Not, not, not necessarily you killing the chicken, right? but just the, the, the grander thought of the a chicken being killed. Maybe not day one. Like I want to, I don't know how these things work. You know, I've only lived it, like I haven't lived on a farm or, you know, no disrespect or anything like that, but I don't know how these things work. I don't know how long it takes to get an egg. I don't know how many eggs we're getting. If I got one that's pumping out 10 eggs a day. I'm not killing that thing because that's great protein. I'm a big egg guy, yeah. Right? Yeah, whip it on up. Hopefully you get a little – you won the, the seasoning challenge where you get all the, the herbs and spices a little bit earlier mm. so you can really kind of soak that in. Um, maybe a little um, kind of Asian flavor. Put it over a bed of rice, you know, something like that. But in any case, mm. once I realize which chicken isn't giving me a bunch of eggs, no qualms killing it. That's what it's there for, in my opinion. They're not – giving you pets um but we've seen this before ty most famously and wendy on his coattails uh just a season ago 
uh, were big defenders of the chickens. And then we've seen some incompetent people um, just kind of, you know, forget Lose to put a cage on them. Yeah, we've seen that a bunch. Uh, but oh, I don't know. And they, the, they, they also try to set them free every once in a while, which is always the conversation right. we have. Where, what, what do you think is going to happen to that, that chicken? Even um, if it's what you want, just wh- why would you do it? Yeah, why would you do yeah. it? Could you kill the chicken, Patrick? This is a big question, Dev. Um, I'd like to think yes, um, because when I talk, like, you know, factory farming, I'm against factory farming, uh, but obviously I don't kind of live that out to the nth degree because I'm not vegan or vegetarian or anything like that. And I do kind of romanticize, uh, like, the lifestyle that Joe Rogan lives where – he decided he didn't like factory farming, so he just became a hunter, and he kills like one or two elks a year, and that feeds his whole family. And I'd like to think that I could do that, um, but I don't think that I'm cut out for it myself. Um, sure. And so that would be a big moment for for me as a person on the show to see if that was something I could do. Um, don't think Tommy could have done it. Yeah, so I was going to say I uh, my initial take is, is sort of in line with yours. Although, I will say, we bought one of those, like, organic, cage-free, no-whatever um, grown chickens at, at Whole Foods a couple of weeks ago. And I, it was in one of those, like, plastic, like, butterball wraps. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Yep, yep, yep. The neck was still on the motherfucker. Oh, yeah. And initially, really, really weirded me out. Um, I don't – I mean, we have some new knives just as a – a gift for <laughs> getting married um, mm. that, that are very sharp. I don't, I don't know that I have a knife that's built for, for chopping that off, um, but I, I did it, and I would say, to my credit, although I thought it was gross, I, I, I got through it relatively quickly and, and you know didn't ruin the meal for me. That being said, after seeing Tommy's reaction, I don't think <laughs> I can do it. The two of them, Jason as well. Yeah, Tommy's reaction was all time though. It reminded me of that kid in like um, science class that went like viral like a year ago, where he just saw all those crazy animals. Like they brought out an iguana, and the kid's just staring at it, like <laughs> yeah. losing his losing his mind. Um, but you know, I know what you're talking about. Did, did you do a dry brine with that chicken? Did you spatchcock it? Like how were we ta- how did we cook the chicken? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm not in the spatchcock game uh, just mm. yet. We do we do do a, a a dry rub, and then and then we just we just bake that fucker. Ooh, okay, nice. I would encourage you to look at a uh, like a brining technique, really bring out the moistures. Um, I've done that only once as well, Dev, and I can tell you, um, it's not pleasant. But I, I, I think that I could enjoy the process. I don't know that I could start that process on national TV, and start that process just by you know kind of being the executioner. I think that takes a little, sure, little bit. But I mean, we saw how people reacted to Applebee's. You know, maybe if that clearly changed the brain chemistry of Missy, so maybe that starvation also kind of brings out a ruthlessness in you that would allow you to kill a chicken. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think you and I are pretty pretty aligned in what we'd expect out of ourselves. Um, but no, it's always fun when they get chickens. Yeah, I love Jamal's reaction because the second they they showed the chickens, he just said, "I'm I'm gonna eat you." <laughs> Big oh, Jamal, man. Big Jamal episode. We'll, we'll Huge get back Jamal in, episode. Uh, in a second, they won the chickens at a reward challenge, which saw Elaine head mm. off to the island of the idols uh, in a, a challenge that has been pointed out by smarter people than myself as 
the description of it pretty pretty similar to Vince's lesson, um, but uh, you know so, something that Elena needed to learn, I suppose. Nonetheless, my question initially is because I think the producers should probably nudge these folks a little bit and say negotiate um, because <laughs> Elaine literally before the say, the cat was out of the bag uh, is said said yes I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely down and I think it would be interesting and like a nice moment of drama if people started to negotiate a little bit and the stakes were were quite a bit higher oh 100% um, I think that what you know th- th- this is also the first time they've really done this um, so maybe not start the timer before you lay things out um yeah, yeah yeah you know i think there was some pressure on elaine and elaine you know elaine ain't no bitch she's just like fuck it it's on <laughs> and like i love that response out of elaine uh, but i think that basically what survivor has taught us is you know more recently you know there's there's more to be gained uh from taking a risk than there is to be lost i would say um from losing that potential you know kind of getting that downside um however that could not have been less true in this individual scenario this was a true kind of do or die situation and had elaine known that she might have altered her decision in the end um so yeah i would love to hear people or see people do that negotiating a bit more um knowing but i think that that i mean we can have the discussion since elaine didn't knowing where or what was at stake with that four and four and knowing what was at stake with potentially getting or not getting that uh, advantage, would you have gone for it with that full suite of information? So here there's a little bit of nuance to this. Would I have? Mm, Maybe not. Should Elaine have? I think so, because just like looking at where – she was in the game uh, and and the target that has been on her back pretty much since the first day, specifically from the likes of Aaron, who at that point she was just having to put trust into, um, knowing that they're going up against a side that's come out and said, we are not afraid to go to rocks. I I, I felt like it was the right decision for Elaine. Um, I probably wouldn't have done it. Uh, But again, you know, that's sort of, maybe overthinking the situation uh what about you yeah i i it's such a tough one it's such a tough one um because you know it, it's just whoever they want to pluck off right and mm-hmm. i don't think elaine really knows how close like i it, i didn't get the sense that she thought she was ever in danger within her own tribe you know i think that uh, there's certainly a case to be made of well why wouldn't they pluck me off if we got to stay strong as a tribe and Missy is a, um, you know, a former college athlete and Aaron is a gym owner and mm-hmm. uh, Elizabeth is an Olympian. Like, who is the weak link on <laughs> right. the Lyro group right there? And I don't necessarily subscribe to that, but as far as you've known these people for you know three or four days and you know they're not going to vote with you, you know, and they did vote for her in the end, so I guess maybe that maybe that's why – um, she would go for, but I 100% agree with you that for Elaine's game, 100% she had to go for that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, um, absolutely. I, I, I was like 100% aligned 
with uh, with the, the decision she ended up making. That regardless of you know how and that, that, right. that whole thing sort of <laughs> sort of worked out. Uh, have we ever seen someone get caught when they've had to find an idol or a clue or an advantage or whatever in a challenge? Because this one specifically made me feel like it was damn near impossible. She swung shot the advantage out of her fucking trousers. <laughs> See, I was gonna say, if, I mean, I, I knew you were gonna bring it up because that's just that's just what how how great of a co-host you are. But the like knowing what we know about you have to get a advantage from the challenge. You say yes every fucking time because everyone is so hyper focused on the task at hand. You can. You can slink away and do just about anything. Um, and it never appears to be, like, so hard to dislodge the thing. I think that would be my biggest concern is, like, is right. it wrapped up and i got to spend, like, five minutes untying this thing? It's always just, like, grab it and you're good. Um, I guess, I mean, what, I mean I, what, what, what did you think about her um, telling Elizabeth? Because this was the first interaction we've seen between two people that both went to the Island of the Idols. Like, do you yeah, think it was so a good I, idea to kind of inform Elizabeth of that? Because, you know, um, information is power. I, I do. I, I didn't have a problem with it. I, yeah, I, I remember thinking if you're going to tell someone, she's the right person to tell, obviously. Um, she strikes me as trustworthy. And, and, and just for the fact that um, it directly was, was like a positive development for her game. Um, mm -hmm. and, and, and that, she, you know, in the challenges, she's really strong. So I felt like there was a good chance that she could cover for Elaine in some way, shape or form. Um, yeah, no, no, I was, I was, I was down with that. It, it had, had she told literally either of the other two, I, I, I may have been humming a bit of a different tune, but no, I was, I was, I was on, I was on board with that. Um, right. An another decision she made later in the game, I wasn't quite as on board with, but, um, yeah, yeah, I think that, that was, that was definitely a good call and, and um you know obviously it all it all worked out for her in the end right um so uh that that is you know one of the the many things we're kind of seeing going on with uh um vakai in this in this episode but uh, on on the Lero side we did have an interesting uh moment sort of the second human moment we've seen in as many weeks uh, or, or like very human moment we've seen in as many weeks with Jack. I, I, I don't want to like, it's such a hairy area and something. Yeah. I don't want to like completely excuse it, but I think based on the reaction that um, we can sort of say, it, it felt genuine to me, I guess, um, that, that, that he, he misspoke um, in, in a moment and, and the implications around why he misspoke, how he misspoke are obviously things that I guess you can read into if you want yeah. to, but um yeah, I, I, it's it's these things that are just in the middle of Survivor, but it was I know, it was an interesting conversation, and I thought it, it made me at the end of the day think better about both of them and, and, and how they handled it. I, I, this can spin out this conversation pretty quickly, um, sure. so I guess let's try to keep it on the rails a little bit. But uh, it, it made me think higher of them, and and, and more so obviously uh, Jamal because I thought he handled the whole situation really really well. Yeah, I mean it was. It was a pretty extraordinary perspective in the end because, and this might be part of like 
you know, as a white guy, you know, me being part of like my ignorance to the to the race relations, which was isn't so far removed from Jack. As facts, I'm just seven years older than him, and you know, I've done and said some shit probably when I was 23 that I'd look back and say, "What the fuck were you thinking, Patrick?" At the time, you know, That's a good point. and um, what I what really kind of settled me into the scenario was when Jamal said, um, you know, something to the effect of, you know, it's not kind of what was was said but it's like you don't really understand the implications because jack this sweet well-intentioned kid and i was like okay he fully understands that jack meant nothing by that right and so Mm -hmm. that kind of allowed me to really soak in because my first response was like jack that was really stupid but i think jack acknowledged that and i was like let's move past it but maybe that's just me being uncomfortable with that race conversation as well and when um they really broke it down and obviously Jamal got emotional about how much that apology meant because he had previously had to, you know, swallow that pride in order to advance his, his life socially. Um, and he was able to have that moment in the game on survivor. Um, I thought it was a really special moment in the end. And, um, you know, I think I, I completely agree. I think that both of them came out looking more positive than they entered. Um, and, you know, I think, you know, my perspective certainly broadened. Maybe it's you know, maybe not so 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 wide that I'm, you know, no longer ignorant to anything in as far as race relations go. But yeah, um, it, it it put a gravity to a situation that I thought was at first relatively menial. I was like, well, let's just get past it, you know. And so yeah, I, I think I'm, I appreciated that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I think for the game, it, it it showed me like Jamal is very very well spoken, especially on like heavy issues so like a huge credit to him for remaining level-headed like in that circumstance like a circumstance that i can't like even possibly imagine putting myself in like in his shoes in in, in that way um and 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 interesting to me because i i sort of had him pegged as like maybe not a hothead but like hothead adjacent yeah Um, yeah based on that 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 tribal where he was like i don't need to be desperate you know you know that right and then coming out of that Totally, and then and then I would say props, Jack for like just taking it on the chin immediately. Hundred percent. Like, um, you know, I mean, I think Jamal's response was just utterly in- impressive. Um, but I, I, I it for well, for like the world, I would say you know in tw- twenty nineteen, I don't want this to derail us too much or anything, but just like nice to see two people like have a disagreement, one person like really really fuck up, and 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 then like handling it like level-headed adults and jamal wasn't like your canceled motherfucker right um, and especially then in survivor the, it would have been so easy to do totally 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 and, and so i guess that that sort of leads into my game point i don't this isn't you know in an effect to like diminish the moment or anything but is jamal's like utterly impressive response more uh it, how much of it is 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 because Jack is his biggest ally in the game, or, or was it just like a, a, a standalone, like pure moment that you had in the game? Um, I don't think they're mutually exclusive. I think that, uh, you know, had it been, you know, I don't really know who his adversary would be. I think Jamal's kind of playing a pretty even line for the most part. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, let's just, you know, let's just say it was somebody who he was already trying to vote out. Maybe he handles it much differently, and maybe he makes them out to be a pariah. I don't know. Um, but he definitely has a good relationship with Jamal and I think, or sorry, with Jack in this, 
Um, I can't imagine this did anything other than bring them closer, uh, both in the game and probably outside of it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The only moment I sort of cued in on there was like the (laughs) – he had like that Creed moment of like, I'm not there yet, boss. (laughs) It's sort of a deep office cut. Um, Yeah, very deep. (laughs) And (laughs) – uh, where, where he was like, it's going to take me a little while, like, like please walk away. Like, maybe that moment would have been a little bit more charged and in line with the Jamal that we've seen before. Maybe the Jamal we've seen before was, was more of the, the outlier. That, that was sort of like the one moment I, I, I clued in on as, as being different. And then, obviously, if, if Jack handled the situation differently, then uh, Jamal would have and probably – not probably, but would have been every you know much in the right to have responded a little bit more uh, aggressively. But – um, I guess, yeah. you know, like props to the two of them, uh, props to the show for leaving it in and everything. It's obviously an important thing that happened and I think furthers the, the characters in, in ways uh, that we maybe haven't seen in, in previous seasons. Yeah, and Survivor's never been one to shy away from uh, any sort of a big social talk and you can make whatever, you know, larger publicity points you want about that, but I think that at, the, at its core, Survivor is a social experiment and mm-hmm. I think that they're going to lean into every opportunity that they have to talk about society. Um, I think the largest one was when um, I'm forgetting his name, but uh, somebody outed, outed uh, Zeke as, as trans at tribal and they straight up shut down. Like they took a minute. They're like, do we want to continue? And it became this big thing. It was in a Hollywood reporter, everything like that. So, uh, you know, Survivor, uh, you know, I think as much as a show can be that once had a effectively a battle of the races season is one that is willing to embrace <laughs> those discussions and, you know, put people um, of different backgrounds and ilks and all that in the same space and raise the stakes and whatever happens, they're willing to deal with it. So I think, I mean, it's a positive all around, if you ask me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It was, it was just a, 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 a good... <laughs> Not one that I necessarily expected, but a, a definitely, I think, a, a good moment for the show that's yeah. had um, other other items pop up in that area and then obviously um, has painted itself in a bad light with the uh, effective battle of the race this season. Let, um, me, let me ask you this, bef- one, one thing that before we drop this. Yeah. Can Jack ever write Jamal's name down now? Ooh, that's a great question. That's a real tough – Yeah. Oh my Not God. soon. He can't soon. I don't know if he can and 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 win. If he does, and Jamal doesn't, if he does post merge and Jamal doesn't just nuke him at the final tribal council, then it's not just that Jamal is a better person than me and and and, and you. It's like that Jamal is maybe like one of the highest character person people that that we've ever like heard of you know what I mean? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, yeah i'm 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 here for the jamal show and he's we've, we've seen a lot of sides of jamal and so i'm i'm, I'm just looking forward to more of him yeah yeah I, i've i've changed my tune on him with the fucking breeze you know, <laughs> I, i've gone back and forth on him um but i mean the, the level of you know levels of, of him that we've seen are are definitely interesting so now we don't have to write him off as the dude who took a snooze or, or maybe didn't uh, before tribal council right uh, right so, and there's my natural uh, transition. Speaking of, God, this one's the best counsel. in the game, folks. So we have Elaine, who who won, uh, received the the block of vote, uh, which I guess people just know what that means. Um, by 
by saying those words. Uh, she, she won that advantage um, and, and had the ability to effectively, uh, <laughs> speaking of canceling, uh, cancel <laughs> someone's vote. Uh, there's a lot that went into this vote. I think first maybe we can clue in on Aaron because he was sort of a focal point in, in the episode around the vote. We had four uh, team members from their respective original tribes. I guess my first question to you is, why was there so much talk about them having the numbers? Because what does that really matter? And if you're losing challenges, isn't that isn't there a chance that that all sort of evens out before the merge or, or, or evens out a little closer uh, to the merge? What do you mean by um, having the numbers? Like who had the numbers? Like the original uh, Vakai. The original Vakai has has the overall right. numbers in the game. Nine um, to seven is where we were at. Yeah, and mm -hmm. this tribe was split, or nine to six at this point, I think. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess you can only get it within one. Yeah. Yeah. It, and two. I think that. Yeah, I mean, I think in the end, right, it, 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 it went the, the, the wise way. But I think Aaron's, like, the, the, what we were led to believe is Aaron's thinking the original um, Lyro is already out. I need to make my way in. Um, I wouldn't agree with his line of thinking. If you had seen me during this episode, I was quite animated about that. But I think what, you, what, what you're looking at there is I can prove my loyalty right off the bat. I can then use that to kind of survive myself to the merge and then hopefully work relationships on both sides of the table, if I were to justify that position. Um, the other part where before you learn about the block of vote, I don't hate, I don't hate that line of thinking at all. It's self-preservation. Um, I think they probably acted too early. I don't think they needed to declare their loyalty before you even lose the challenge. I think give right. the other tribe the chance to crack first. Uh, maybe, you know, uh, but that's just the pace the survivors played at these days, I think. Um, yeah, I, I, I thought the like interesting thing was how quickly they were all jumping sides. How one side uh, was was totally down to draw rocks, and the other side totally not down to draw rocks. I understand Aaron's reasoning for let's get in early. Um, I, I guess the whole strategy around how and why he pledged his loyalty so early sort of baffled me a little bit. Because he, even if you were paying attention, went to the point of, although he he didn't dap Jason up, um, looking at Tommy, I think it was, after the votes were cast, even saying, yeah, we're good, man, when there's legitimately no reason to lie anymore. So it just seemed like he curried bad favor with those folks for, for no real reason. Because like I think coming out straight away and just saying my loyalty was tied to rocks or not and then i got an avenue to not have to do that is still going to be a tough pill for tommy and them to swallow but i mean can they really blame him on that front right that was i mean i think i took exception to basically how upset everybody was with aaron in the end um mm -hmm. what just take yourself out of that situation there are two moves there's a smart move and there is one of the worst moves you could possibly make that's it there's nothing there's nothing else to it Right. There's mm -hmm. it just it j just because he lied to you. I mean, like, I mean, it looked like Tommy felt like he just, you know, had never been more betrayed in his life. And Tommy you know, was Jason more appalled at that than the chickens. 
Yeah, he was. He was. That's yeah. a great point. And Jason was like, never trust Aaron. It's like, what did, wh- what would you have done, bud? Like, what would you have done? I, 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 I believe fully that until that block of vote came into play, Aaron's writing down Elaine's name. I don't think that, that mm-hmm. I don't think he was um, kind of misled. I mean, I think that Aaron has to continue to play that line in the off chance that someone on that Vakai tribe had an idol that you got to try and make sure whatever you can, that they don't play it. Um, Obviously I think if you see that block of vote come out, you have to play your idol and have to hope that you get it on the right person, but that's neither, neither here nor there because nobody had an idol. Um, Yeah. I don't, I have no exception with what Aaron ended up doing. No, I guess uh, the tact, the tact, I, I I would, I would agree with you on. I, I should, put that caveat on there right more I, so showmanship than i would have cared for yeah so that that that's sort of my point the thing i was going to tie it to and yeah, i fair. hate to do the adjacent thing twice in one episode but it's not what angelina tried to do to allison two seasons ago on um david versus goliath just like purposefully stacking a just vote to make, make her look like yeah. a fool right but it was more approaching that than like a normal just sort of misdirection play or or if if that wasn't his intention i don't think you can fault jason and tommy for feeling that way just because of the optics of how he did it and how he he just stayed by it even after the votes were cast to not not to beat a dead horse on that point yeah he did the uh like the the eyes closed nod he's like yeah like no no we're good we're good we're good like don't don't stress um and, and and again like yeah your your point's entirely right where i would draw the line is after all the votes are read i mean he didn't dap up jason jason had to know that something was up at that point um but i don't think that um i i i, I don't think that yeah any any sort of a false promise that he made after the point is just you know rubbing salt in a wound yeah was Elaine dumb for telling them about her advantage before they even voted? I don't think so. I think that really? they. I, I think that they. Um, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant her Lyro tribe. Oh no no no! Telling everyone at tribal before they they even voted because it said at the time of voting, which I, I feel like correct me if I'm wrong. Historically, has meant like literally when you go up there and vote. Yeah, there's a bit of a gray area in that because the way that Elaine read it, she seemed to think like basically before anybody votes um the way that i had kind of thought it was going to play out was she was going to write down on a piece of paper whose vote she was blocking or something or tell i mean i guess you do have to do it because then like somebody won't vote but like yeah i definitely thought it was going to be more towards like it's time to vote jeff got something for you you know Um, yeah yeah you're you're probably right because there would just be so much confusion if jason went up and then it was like it, it would have to have been played like an individual immunity for it to like remove the the overall confusion from yeah from if she had yeah. brought it up beforehand. So it's a tricky one, but like I I hundred percent see what you're saying, and I I thought you meant was she in the wrong for telling uh, Aaron and Missy? Uh, absolutely not in that case because no. she needed to secure those votes in her favor. Um, yeah. With uh, though, I will say I don't think Elaine ever thought those votes were not in her favor. I, ne- I don't think she had any clue that Jason and Missy were going to write her name down. Um, I think that everyone was prepared to go to rock. I would I would think though like if I'm if if I'm Elaine like 
what is the benefit to saying it early? I, I have a tough time figuring that one out. Yeah, yeah, I like, guess that, that that was my overall point. I'm I'm sort yeah. of starting to think now that she was she had to, but um, yeah, there's there's only the only thing you're doing is giving your opposition the opportunity to to scramble and, and, and right. figure something out. Uh, and 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 the the tribal council scramble has been um, something that you're seeing on like a bi-week or like every other week at this point so right especially pre-merge is kind of crazy for people to feel that unsettled but i guess you did have a swap so that's kind of like a merge yeah yeah that's right what did you think about the decision to go jason i think jason's getting a lot of credit and i don't really know where it's coming from he's not particularly a standout performer in challenges um i can i i, I like just opt uh, he looks like he might be a smart dude, but I, I don't know that I've necessarily seen anything um, that, that indicates that. But that, that is also mm-hmm. a little bit for a lack of opportunities because he was on the outs for the first few weeks of the show. Yeah, I thought he was kind of a little bit on the come up. Um, I think from a, if you just kind of look at that tribe, you don't really know this tribe. Uh, you, don't, you, you don't know any of those people from Adam, right? So you're just looking at Tommy, who seems to be like a – he seems to be like a really cool guy, like a bit of a character, oh, probably a little goofy. Yeah. Um, Lauren or Laurel, I'm, I'm forgetting. I'm not sure I know her name quite. Uh, in, hopefully I'm not even off on those. But, um, you know, she she was sat out in the challenge. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. she was kind of pushed aside previously. And then the who's the, who's the fourth and final original Vakai there? Do you remember? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sorry. We had Lauren, um, Dan. Dan, that's right. Yeah, I think that if the I'm strangler. just looking at that, yeah, the strangler. If, if, I'm, if, I'm, if, I'm, if I'm just looking at that and making some judgments, I might think, um, I might think he's pulling the strings. He sounds super, uh, I mean, he, he's a well spoken guy. You know, I think he's, he sounds put together. He's, he seems affable. I'd, I don't know. I, I, I was more curious if you had a take on it. I didn't really have a take. It just seemed kind of arbitrary, but I suppose everyone would have felt arbitrary there. Yeah, I, I mean, I think... Yeah, I, I don't know. They they, they just they, they must have said that he seems like a strategic bet. It's really the only thing I could, I could come down to. Um, Dan doesn't seem... I mean, he's a smart enough guy. Uh, I kind of thought if they were going to go with anyone on like a blind side level, it probably would have been Dan because um, just of... He's, he, I mean, they said it out loud. He seems like a creepy dude. He's, he's, I wouldn't say graduating. I think groping is a tier above rummaging through people's shit. But, um, you know, petty, petty theft is, is definitely on the list of, uh, un, <laughs> unsavory qualities that, that Dan has. Um, he was looking through their bags and they were like three feet away from him. Yeah, that wasn't no editing. One... You could see it. They were looking at him while he was doing it. Yeah, he, he had no qualms about it. I mean, he is, he's doing nothing to dispel the stereotype of a sleazy agent that is it's yeah, just, right, right. he's fulfilling that at every chance he gets and it's just totally unsettling uh, at best i'd say but mm-hmm. i am excited to see how um that return from tribal looks because i think that there are some very misplaced feelings on that old vakai tribe that just got blindsided and i cannot wait to see how in their feelings they are yeah, we're going to have a really good episode of uh, the thing that we complain about the most, but I think both secretly love the most, just butthurt feelings uh, after after a tribal council. So oh, yeah. uh, we're looking forward to that next week. Um, and any other news and notes, Patrick? We're, we're running a little long. 
Yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm all set. I was for a for a power move. If you want to end it with a three up, three down, my power yeah, move it. is gonna go to um, Elaine. Uh, I think it's real simple. You were gonna, she was gonna go home. Were her best case was gonna go to rocks, and she laid it all on the line in a true power move fashion. Got it done for her tribe. Got it done for her people, and she sticks around another day and. Who doesn't love Elaine? Like I don't think I think everyone knows it, and she won't make it to the end as a result. But man, I I I, I really enjoy her. Okay, I'm gonna do a one up, one down. Uh, but my one up is a tie, so I'm still cheating. Uh, number one is Rob because he's built the most impressive structure <laughs> I've ever freaking seen, just because of a woman's snores. Do you think uh, he actually built that whole thing? I do. He, he, I so do, do I. I do, I do, I do. So do I. I do. He has nothing else to do, man. That's fair. Um, and then my number two is, is, is Jamal. I think it's just we, we've seen now that he's at least capable. If you want to give him the least amount of credit possible, the thing you have to say is he's at least capable of putting a front on that says he has the temperament to win the game. Um, he's fooling me. I think he has the temperament. Uh, so so he is he's definitely my up. And uh, I, I, I buried the lead on this a little bit. But Dan is my uh, Dan's my talent. <laughs> He just, he just, he's the, he's the, he's the fucking worst. <laughs> he's going to he's make it, to, isn't he? Tough to look at, like not, not in a, uh, he's ugly or anything. It's just he's tough to look at, and like, uh, he kind of makes your skin crawl because you know he's a sleazebag. Yeah, but the thing is, I think what makes it worse is I think that he doesn't, like, he doesn't know how he comes off. I right, really right, believe right. that he's well intentioned, uh, but he's just so far off base. Yeah, my my shitty like New York ivory tower that I live in in my Get up mind. In this is gonna this is gonna make me sound awful, but like, w- w- and and we talk about this a lot. I get to LA and I have two three days where I'm like, what am I? What's wrong with my life? Like this place is so much better than any place I've ever been to, and <laughs> I I love so many parts of it. Uh, th- there are other things that that drive me nuts about it. Um, but from here, I see it, and I'm like, all the worst things about L.A. seem to be personified in that single man. Yeah, it's not a good look for us out here, Dev. <laughs> and uh, on another podcast, we will we'll, we'll unpack all the things that I also hate about uh, New York and, and the natives. Um, but wait. we're all transplants, and we, we, we also got nothing for you. So we will talk to you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>